Let's bring in Paul Bryce, our UK sports correspondent. The chat is still very much cricket, but football is starting to work its way back into the public conscience, no doubt, over the last few weeks. Paul, good morning. Good morning. Now, uh, before we talk uh, Ange Postacogli, English Premier League, uh, what did you make of the uh, the AFL final last night? I know you were consuming it. Yes, it was a fine listen and a, and a good game. And I was just saying to Ethan off air, it was it was one of those that built uh, as the game went on. It was uh, the weather obviously played its own part, and you weren't quite sure as we started out. But as you got towards the end, you did feel the tension building. Um, and uh, you know, if uh, if only for Melbourne supporters. Um, if they hadn't been so wasteful, it could have been a very different story. But Collingwood do what they always do, and and they seem to find a way to win. So, uh, and it's going to be interesting over the piece. There's three more to come this weekend, as we know. And I'm not sure you can call either of them. The only one I would give an outside tip for. I, I fancy Port Adelaide to go to to Brisbane and, and give them a bit of a turnover. Um, just given our Port's form on the road this season. They can go into that with a with a real sense of confidence, I think, going into that game. Yeah, well, it's a great weekend ahead, and it will shape everything that is to come uh, after uh, this first weekend of, uh, of finals. Uh, Ange Postacoglu, we probably need to start there because uh, he's starting to win over people in the UK. Everywhere he's gone, he's won people over Paul, and yeah, that, that little honour that I mentioned he's been nominated for, great reflection of his early days in the Premier League. Well, it certainly is, and I think... The- it's a funny one, you know, the manager of the month, because it either means you're doing very well or you're just about to get the sack. There's plenty of managers have received it because it happens up and down the leagues. There's plenty of managers have received that and then lost their job in, in not too uh, long a time afterwards. But I don't think there's any fear of that with Ange Postacoglu. And you're right, and it was very interesting. In Tottenham's last game at Burnley, the chant was going around, we've got our Tottenham back. Um, so a real sign from the, the, the Spurs faithful that they really have taken him to their hearts and, and he's looking a bit like what they've been wanting for, for so long and while this goes on you, you just never know, at least you know to win a trophy and you know they may struggle to win the actual league uh, because City, City and, and Liverpool and the likes are there so they'll give it a good go but they might, they might at least win a trophy this season. Um, I, I suppose when you look at it uh, Paul, they've beaten sides that they probably should have anyway I think they've got Sheffield this week, but then we, we see them up against Arsenal and Liverpool. We'll get a fair idea where they're at then, one would have thought. Yeah, that'll be the acid test, really. Um, but doesn't it always go that way? They could go to Sheffield United and United could turn them over. And, mm. you know, that's just the way of, of sport and that's why we love it. And Yeah, it's always the games you're not really looking at, the ones that cause you the most surprise. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Liverpool and, and Arsenal certainly... For local bragging rights in North London, that will be the, the big one. If he wins that, they'll give him the freedom of the of the city. I think uh, you know, in, in his first season. Well, Man City are the the early season trendsetters again. They've won their first four and and done it pretty easily. They've they've scored eleven goals and only conceded two. So if early season form is anything to go by, uh, we might all be playing for second again in this English Premier League season, Paul. Yeah, the strange thing about it is you, you say City have done it easily. They, they might well have done it easily, but they haven't been convincing necessarily. They, they have shown cracks um, in there, um, even though they've only conceded two goals, as you say. Um, but that's the sign of a champion side. They're a bit like Collingwood, I guess, having mentioned that. They just find a way to win. Um, you know, and, and, and Pep Guardiola is one of those managers. No stone is unturned. That's why he's, he's as successful as he is. And, um, yeah, City, you're absolutely right. And now the fact that the Saudi transfer window has closed, 
no mo- movement for Mo Salah. He is staying at Anfield, certainly for the time being. That should settle things down at Liverpool and give them a bit more focus. And if that happens, then, yeah, they they could mount a serious challenge to City and probably look like the only side that are um, uh, really seriously capable of, of doing it this season. The, the likes of the two Uniteds, Manchester and, and Newcastle, are just a bit too early for them, I think, this season um, to, to, to go. Another season's de- development for them will see them probably look a bit more like it, but it's 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 going to be an interesting season, whatever happens. Well, Newcastle, I was going to ask you about them. What are they, one one out of five or something? Yeah, not the greatest... Uh... Not the greatest start, given what uh, what was predicted and, and hoped and proposed and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, they've they've been a little unlucky, but at the same time, um, they've the one or two decisions have raised a few eyebrows in terms of of tactics and maybe sides have worked them out quicker than than they imagined because um, they've stopped them with that high press. They've come out and relied on this fast start in games this season, and and if they haven't scored early, then then it seems to have you know all gone west a little bit, but. Uh, you know, they certainly won't go down, I don't think. And, you know, it, it's one of those... We're at that point of the season where two wins, you're up, and two losses, you're down. And it, and it, it needs to settle down a bit more before we can get a true reflection of where, of where they are. Paul Bryce is with us, our UK sport correspondent on a Friday. We're chatting uh, English Premier League to start. And Ange Postacoglu's great uh, start as a manager. Uh, Tottenham a second through the opening month of the English Premier League. Paul Cricket, uh, the season is winding down uh, into the final month of the county championship, but also some international cricket. Now, New Zealand and England played a full-match T20 series. That's the men, and that finished two all. And the ladies went down to Sri Lanka in their series. Yes, and I don't think anybody, uh, if, you, if you'd gone to local TAB beforehand and said, I'll have a bet on that one, you'd have got some decent odds on a Sri Lankan series victory. Um, yeah, um, great for the game, uh, but there'll be some long and loud questions being asked of what's going on with the English women's team at the moment because it's been quite an alarming, um, not fall from grace, but certainly dip in form um, given everything that that they've undergone in terms of the ashes and the the summer that has been had over here. So from that point of view, well done Sri Lanka. I mean, they thoroughly deserved it. Um, They've won their games, uh, the two games they did win. They were won very comprehensively. Um, in terms of the men, that was an interesting little series, and there's the start of the one-day series of four matches taking place um, later today. Um, Australian time, I think it's about 7.30, I think, gets underway this evening, so if you have nothing better to do, have a look at Cardiff and see what goes on there. And this is the start of um, the World Cup warm-up, effectively, 50 overs format. So we'll see what happens. In terms of T20, um, it was a good tune-up, really, I suppose, for one or two players just to give themselves um, an idea of where they're at as we head into this next month. It is going to be key. There's still lots and lots of clamour around Harry Brook and will they pick him and won't they pick him? We'll, we'll wait and see. He has been called up as batting cover for this series, so we'll, we'll have a look and see where he goes. And remembering that magic date, the 28th of September, that's the day, the cut-off day for all the World Cup squads to be named. All right, the County Championship Division 1 looks like it's Surrey's. Just about, yes. There's only Essex, really, to put some, some pressure on them. Surrey with a, an emphatic innings win over Warwickshire. Essex getting it done in three days over Middlesex and putting a little bit of pressure back on them. They've not had the greatest season 
uh, of all uh, for, for a long time, uh, Middlesex. Realistically speaking, the bottom two places are also sewn up because you've got Northamptonshire and Kent so far behind that it really doesn't matter. But Lancashire and Notts look over their shoulder a little bit to uh, to see where we're at. Division two, something similar, really. Durham, forty odd points clear, um, with uh, a couple more games to go. And well done to Marcus North and, and Ryan Campbell and all the team. Uh, we spoke about it last week and how well they've done and richly deserved after the lean years um, in the northeast. And uh, nice to see a strong West Aussie flavour going along there. And to rival Durham, really, it's between probably three teams going into this, two of whom meet in the next round. You've got Worcestershire, who had a handsome win over Glamorgan in third. Glamorgan with a very outside chance, but even more of an outside chance, Leicestershire. If they can sneak a win at Worcester um, in the next round, then that will boil it up nicely going into the last couple of weeks. But you'd imagine that the, the top two in each division uh, or the top in each division will certainly stay as it currently is. Yeah, great to see Ryan Campbell doing what he's doing with Durham as well through uh, his first season as a coach of uh, the North County. Hey, uh, Paul, uh, the Rugby World Cup gets underway this weekend. We'll speak a little bit about it. Yesterday, um, are England in a bit of trouble or under a bit of pressure to perform at this World Cup? Certainly out of all the home, what we would call the home nations, um, yes, I don't think I've known England going into a tournament at, at such a low ebb, um, with the possible exception of maybe 2011. But beyond that, no, I, I don't think I've ever known them going with such a, a low ebb. Um, and Wales too, um, they're, they're not out of the woods and you know they're all the turmoil in, in that country with their rugby and, and all the ongoing things that have happened. They're desperate for a, a good run in the, the tournament. and Not an easy start for them. They have Fiji for their first game. England against the old enemy of Argentina um, for their first. Scotland, it's a free hit for them. It's against the world champions. If you wanted a, <laughs> if you wanted a lose-lose situation, you, you've pretty much got it. Um, but it's one of those... Uh, it must be the longest Rugby World Cup tournament in history because it goes on for about a month before we get anywhere near knowing who's going to do what. But... It's tournament rugby, it's like any sport. We've got the cricket coming up following it as well, the one day. Anything can happen, and this is why we love it, and it's, it's going to be an interesting watch. Haven't we been sport for World Cups this year, Paul, across all sorts yes, of different very, sports? Yes, very much we have, and, you know, and such is the way sport's played now. You know, next year we'll have another T20 World Cup, we'll have all sorts of, well, we've had the European Championships in soccer again next year. It's just going to go on and on and on. And it keeps happening quicker and quicker. Um, and it's probably what keeps us in a job. Well, we're looking forward to it, Paul. Thanks very much for your time, as always. Uh, we'll look forward to chatting next week. Absolute pleasure. Catch you next week. That's Paul Bryce, staying up nice and late for us on a Thursday over there in the UK.